the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome back. 1133, Bruce Hooley Show. Nice to have you along. Jane Timken in studio. Hi, Jane. First of all, the most important question i got to ask, are your headphones too loud, or can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Nice to have you here. Thanks. You are campaigning for the Senate spot on the Republican side of the ticket. The primary's coming up. For a while, we didn't know when it would be. Now we know it's May the 3rd, so... Home stretch, and I know you have encouraging internal polling. Tell us about your Yes, polling. we do. Um, this race is uh, looking really good for us. We're tied for second place, and as Josh Mandel and Mike Gibbons are falling, um, I'm rising, and this is the perfect time with 26 days left in this primary. Um, we're in a great spot. Um, it's really because my message in, is resonating with Ohioans, and we've seen the performance of Mike Gibbons and Josh Mandel in the first debate. I think it really showed their true colors, uh, that they are in this race for themselves and not for Ohioans and for this country. Uh, their behavior was so childish and boorish, and uh, it was embarrassing. And as the former chair of the Republican Party, uh, as I said, they acted like children, and children don't win elections. The risk is if uh, either one of them is the nominee, uh, we could lose this seat to Tim Ryan. And mm. we're in a crossroads in this country right now. Uh, as I talk to people all around Ohio, they want to take our country back. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a mission to take our country back. And we have to take back the Senate and the House to put a check on the Democrats and their leftist progressive policies that, quite frankly, have driven our country into a ditch. People are concerned about inflation. They're concerned about the border. They're concerned about their kids' education. Um, The indoctrination of our children has alarmed quite a bit of parents. Uh, We're seeing uh, the Democrat policies uh, on a national and international scale uh, put America at risk. No doubt. I'm going to be in this fight to take our country back and stand up for Ohioans and their families so that we have the American dream. Well, I think uh, you you brought up a lot there, so let's delve into some of that. Yeah. Uh, you referenced uh, Mike Gibbons and Josh Mandel's behavior at a debate in Gehanna. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, they stood nose to nose. Gibbons uh, was under attack from Josh for supposed Chinese investments. Gibbons responded that Josh was ill-informed because he'd never worked in the private sector. Josh used that to criticize Gibbons for, in Josh's mind, denigrating military service, but you're on the stage, Matt Dolan's on the stage, J.D. Vance is on the stage, and I just wondered uh, what you thought, apart from, I think, you know, the who's right, who's wrong in their accusations and stuff is is secondary to what I took away from it was, which is temperament, and it really does not make the Republicans look like the serious candidates in this race. Oh, absolutely. Look, it's a privilege and an honor to run for the United States Senate, and Ohioans deserve better than the way they behaved in that debate. 
I quite frankly, as I said, it showed their true colors. Uh, how are they going to act on the Senate floor? Are they going to behave this way? Uh, it, it, it shows that um, their temperament is is wrong for the Senate. And we can't risk this seat. Tim Ryan will clean their clock if they're the nominee. And, and look, I my motto is grit and grace. I've <laughs> proven that I'm a hard worker. I roll up my sleeves to get things done. As chair of the Republican Party, I took over a broken, broken party, and I turned it around. And uh, we, I have a history of taking on the Democrats and winning, and that's why I'm the best candidate to win this Senate seat. But it's – for me – they're a bunch of show horses. It's all about them. This is, for me, uh, the question is, who do you trust to fight for you? Who's going to be in the trenches fighting for you? And I, I've done it. As chair of the Republican Party, I'm the only person that President Trump backed. He supported me to become chair of the party. And I was fighting for those policies, those America First policies that were working for Ohio families. So take me back. Uh, by the way, Jane's websites are Jane Timken for Ohio, and it's T-I-M-K-E-N, Jane Timken for Ohio.com. And her Twitter is at Jane Timken O-H. So take me back. I remember John Kasich's governor. He's ostensibly a Republican. He wouldn't support Trump. Uh, when did you come in, take over the party? What did you inherit? And I think that speaks to your ability to build consensus, fix problems. And if you get elected to the Senate, you've got a lot to do in that area. Oh, yeah, sure. So, well, we all know uh, John Kasich was running for governor. We know that Matt Borges, his handpicked chair, which is someone that Kasich installed in the party and kicked out another chair, um, he, the party was being mismanaged. And I saw it from the inside. I was the vice chair of the Stark County Republican Party. And especially since they had pulled away from the nominee, Donald Trump, I thought it was wrong. And I said, we need to step up. Um, and so a group of people said, we think you should run. And then Donald Trump supported me to run. And it was a battle. People said, you, should, you shouldn't do it. You're going to run into a buzzsaw. And I said, watch me. And I took on the Kasich establishment and I won. But I also recognized that I, I needed to bring the party together. And as a leader, you need to, to bring people together to solve problems, to march forward, to get things done. And that's the kind of leadership I think we need in, a, in the Senate. And that's the leadership that Ohioans reward. That's the leadership that Ohioans want. So I find Ohio to be such an interesting place. And the, to speak to your results, Ohio has since gone for a Republican both times and stronger the second time in 2020 than in 2016. I think that speaks well to what you were able to do, the consensus you were able to build. But it feels to me like we have two Ohios. Uh, We have the Ohio of the inner cities and we have the Ohio of the rural areas. And when I, the first time I thought Trump had a chance in 2016, I took a trip to uh, Amish country. And instead of going up 71, uh, went up 71 and then over route 30, but I came home through Rural Ohio, 62 and down. And I never saw one Hillary sign. And I don't think you'll see, you know, anyone out there with with Tim Ryan signs this summer who lives in a rural area. But you have to be a representative of all of Ohio. So I'm curious, as you're out and about, uh, when you encounter people who are from cities and just like, oh, I see a ballot. Where's the D? I'm going to check that. How do you appeal to them? And what have your conversations been like with them? Well, and this is, uh, I think, something that, you know, as chair of the party and as a candidate, I've probably put over 200,000 miles in my car traveling Ohio. So I've been to the rural areas of Ohio, southern Ohio. I've uh, you know spent a lot of time in our urban cities. 
Uh, I understand the diversity in the state and cultural differences, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Southern Ohio is very different from Northwest Ohio, and and even Cincinnati is different from Cleveland. Look, for those uh, voters uh, that we need to reach out to as Republicans, we need to have conversations about, quite frankly, are you better off than you were um, in in 2022 than you were in 2019 before the pandemic, before, you know, Joe Biden, the Democrats came into office. We had a situation in this country, and this is why I stand for the America First policies and President Trump's policies. We were energy independent. We were securing the southern border. We had rising wages and we had record low unemployment in the African-American and Asian community and for women. These were the policies that were working for Ohio families. We were bringing back jobs from China. So I'm going to be fighting to secure our border, to have energy independence, and to bring back jobs. And so that's a message that I think resonates no matter what. And at the end of the day, everyone wants to make sure that their family's safe and secure, secure and that their children have opportunities for the future. And that's what I'm going to fight for. Jane Timken, our in-studio guest. Jane is running for the Republican nomination for the U.S. Senate. You can find out more on her Twitter site, at Jane Timken, Ohio. Timken is T-I-M-K-E-N, at Jane Timken, O-H. I'm sorry, at Jane Timken, O-H. And her website is Jane Timken for Ohio.com. Let's talk about crime. I mean, crime is such a problem in the state of Ohio. Columbus, I think a couple other cities, all run by Democrats, no surprise. Record homicide totals the last couple years. Um, I'm not sure what a U.S. senator can do about that other than call attention to it, because so much of that issue is managed at the local level. And I don't know how you hold mayors like Andrew Ginther in Columbus accountable on those things, but they're not servicing their citizens because there are just so many areas. I don't feel safe in downtown Columbus anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, look, the the power of the bully pulpit as a senator is is large and as a candidate. And so we've seen over the last couple of years the defund the police movement from, mm. that has been pushed by the Democrats. And that's been the result. We've seen a rise in crime and um, not only a rise in crime, but over overdoses uh, from drug, sure. uh, the drugs that are coming in on the southern border. We have Democrats like Tim Ryan who have been pushing the defund the police movement when he actually said that the number one cause of death from uh, young males from 18 to 24 is police brutality and oh, violence. On. And it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that it's is. It's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, for the last year, I've been spending a lot of time with our police officers and sheriffs doing ride-alongs, doing Back the Blue rallies. In fact, I'm doing four different Back the Blue events in Ohio uh, this Saturday. Love to have people come out. You can go visit my website for more information. Um, But we need to start to treat criminals like criminals and police officers like the heroes they are. What's happened with the defund the police movement is it, and I've heard this, the morale is down for our police officers. They're afraid to do their job, and recruitment is down. Uh, all across the board. And so if, you, if you're if you looking to go into law enforcement, you're second-guessing, am I going to make a mistake and be prosecuted? Um, look, we everyone wants to feel safe and secure in their communities, and we also need to start to back our good, strong, conservative prosecutors. This is where there's a difference between a lot of talk and who's actually doing the work. I supported and, uh, and helped Joe Dieters, who was the Hamilton County prosecutor, the only Republican urban prosecutor who was under attack from George Soros. And we need people like me who've been in the trenches who understand the differences. And then on the federal level, 
in terms of Senate oversight, we need to make sure the Department of Justice is not being weaponized as it's been. Uh, uh, and that is a very dangerous track this country could go on where the Department of Justice is picking winners and losers and then working with the National School Board Association to go after parents and label them as domestic terrorists for going to school board meetings to stand up for their children. That kind of nonsense needs to stop, and Congress needs to assert its oversight over the Department of Justice to make sure it's doing its job. Jane Timken in studio with us, running for the Republican nomination for Senate. She's going to stay, and we're going to talk more uh, to your point about crime today, three escaped juveniles uh, found following a car theft in Whitehall. We got woke judges here in town that think that uh, trying to stop all the carjackings. We're on pace for 10,000, 10,000 car thefts in Columbus this year. We have juvenile judges in the city who wrote a letter saying that putting these kids in the system is racist, wow. that they should be out. So these are the issues that I know you're talking about. We're going to talk more about it. Another candidate in this race is plying the support of law enforcement. I'm curious why I've not heard anyone take Matt Dolan to task, for one thing I'll bring up when we come back. And we are going to talk about what I know is a front-burner issue for Jane because she's a mom, she's an athlete, is the schools and this LGBTQ ideology and grooming that's going on in schools and the Florida law and the Ohio law. So a lot to get into, and we will do it next with Jane Timken, Ohio candidate, or Senate on the Republican side of the ticket. Nice to have Republican Senator candidate Jane Timken in studio with us here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Jane, appreciate you uh, sticking around. So the question that I have the next time you guys have a debate, as I've never heard anybody take Matt Dolan to task for his co-sponsorship, not just support, but co-sponsorship of the Equality Act in Ohio. And I think you're the perfect person to do it because you're the only woman in the race. I mean, you are a woman, right? Like yes, I, and with, I know what a woman is. Yes, you do. We should <laughs> I can check define a woman. Katanji Brown-Jackson. And, I, and I'm a mom, not a birthing person. There you go. Thank you very much. And uh, But you are a former athlete, a college athlete, right? And you have a passion for this issue in Ohio that we've seen play out with Leah Thomas winning an NCAA championship as a biological male, uh, portraying her portraying her, himself as a transgender woman. So talk about your support of authentic women's sports, uh, spaces for women, private spaces for women, biological women, and the Matt Dolan sponsor, co-sponsorship of the Equality Act. Yeah. So look, as an athlete, a mom and a woman, this whole concept of transgender biological men competing against women it's fundamentally unfair, especially in college sports um, where you have swimmers who have dedicated their lives. It is a very difficult thing to be a college D1 swimmer. Mm -hmm. And then you have a biological man who was probably ranked 400. 462. 462. Then decide to become a woman and now is number one. It is fundamentally unfair. It's taking away opportunities for these women and girls, and I'm standing out and calling it out. You know, the hypocrisy of the left is out. Is it just out? Weren't they the party of the war on women? They were the they were there the party for women and yeah. women's rights. Well, where are they? And 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 this is just it's flipped on its head, and this shows the woke liberal agenda that cannot stand in this country. It's fundamentally unfair for women. And then, look. 
Matt Dolan, we had a debate the other night on Tuesday night. He decided to call me out for people who are real, true MAGA America First supporters, Bernie Carrick and Corey Lewandowski, who have been my friends who know I'm the real deal. Mm -hmm. A lot of people talk about being, you know, America first. I'm pro-Trump. I'm sorry. I'm the only person in this race who President Trump supported, and I'm the only person who delivered Ohio for President Trump. But so Matt decides to call me out, and I said to Matt, you know what, Matt? Why aren't you, you know, he should be running as a Democrat because when conservatives needed him on votes on life and guns, he failed them. He voted no. And as you said, he's a co-sponsor of the Equality Act. Look, I'm not for discriminating against anyone, but the Equality Act is not that. It's those classic misnomers that the liberals use. Um, it's just like for the People's Act, which yeah. is it's always the opposite of whatever the language correct, says. Correct, and and this this it's unconstitutional. It takes away religious liberties and freedoms, and we cannot have this. We cannot force religious institutions and Christian conservatives to to go against their fundamental values because of a law passed that they. You know, why should a church like my Catholic church be forced to perform gay marriage when it's against our teachings? Yeah. Yeah. Jane Timken in studio. Her website, janetimkenforohio.com. Timken is T-I-M-K-E-N. And her Twitter site is at Jane Timken O-H. So House Bill 616, State of Ohio, the Florida law. Uh, I am. This is how they win, too. I mean, the whole thing of they protest gender ideology and sexual orientation being introduced to kids who are kindergarten, first, second, third grade. And I'm thinking we got to stop that until about freshman year of high school. That's not appropriate for anybody under the age of puberty, but I don't think they want to yield on that. But they're just, to me, it's, I'm trying to find out why, why is it so important to cover these topics with kids that young? Right. It's very disturbing, actually. And why are they so up in arms about it? Right. Why do they want to push parents out of the conversation of raising their children with their own values? As a mom, my relationship with my children and how I raise my children is my prerogative. And and this is an example of how you see that the Democrats believe that the government should be involved in every aspect of, of, of your life. And especially they believe that your children don't belong to you. They belong to the government. And they think that they should be able to indoctrinate your children. It's absolutely wrong. And why? Why are they talking about these issues of sexual orientation and gender identity to five-year-olds? It's disgusting, yeah. actually, yeah. and especially when they want to push parents out of the conversation. And oftentimes, you know, I've spent the last year doing parents' rights tours where I've sat down with groups of about 20 people talking to parents. The stories they're telling me are hair-raising. Um, I've talked to a grandmother whose friend is raising her granddaughter Fifth grade, they were teaching these girls um, how to bind their breasts if they did mm. not want to look like a young lady. Think about that. This is on the cusp of puberty. They're they're trying to figure their lives out. This outrageous behavior needs to stop, and the sexualization of our children needs to stop. Well, the platform for this show has become, you know, hearing from teachers, private information that they can't really go out front on because they'll lose their job. I get it. You're five years from retirement. You're three years from retirement. You've invested your life. Schools have turned on you. I spent a half hour on the phone last night with a brokenhearted teacher in a suburban district. She says, I really love my kids, but what they're doing to these kids, and it's sanctioned from the top down. So I don't know how we get our arms around it, but what I'm encouraged about is that when we look at Virginia and Glenn Young, and I think parent parental issues, parental authority, and school issues, I mean, in addition to 
border, inflation, all the things you've cited before. The best thing about being a conservative is you can articulate and win on ideas. And Democrats win on emotion often fed by inaccuracies like mislabeling of bills, the don't say gay bill, the you know Equality Act, all those kinds of things. And I think a candidate who can speak to those things and reflect those kinds of values is a candidate that will resonate with Ohio voters. I agree. And that, and, and, you know, look, that's why I'm out every day talking to Ohio voters. And I got to tell you, I'm really encouraged because, as I said, it's time to take our country back. I'm a mom on a mission to do just that. And quite frankly, what I sense is that the average person says enough is enough. We, the Democrats and the liberal progressive left have pushed the agenda over the top. And parents like, you know, those standing up for their children at school board meetings and teachers, they've said enough of this nonsense and, and quite frankly, enough of the failed liberal policies. When they're pushing the Green New Deal <laughs> and, and you look at Biden, for an example, look at Biden's budget. There's $44 billion for climate change and $300 million for the border. Crazy. That's their priority. Now, you have an ev- any events coming up here in Columbus? People want to get out and meet you yes, real quick. We're doing an event up in Delaware. It's uh, 9 a.m. Delaware County. Uh, it's a Back the Blue rally. Tomorrow? Today? Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Jane Timken, thanks so much for coming in the studio. Jane Timken for Ohio.com at Jane Timken OH on Twitter. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.